Hello. Hello, everybody. Here we are again. It's uh, I think it's Tuesday, isn't it? 1 p.m. here in the UK. And I'd just like to welcome everybody who's tuning in, who's joining us now on this broadcast. You're so welcome. It's so good to have you with us today. Please share this broadcast as I'm sure you always do, that we can get more people praying with us, that we get more prayers going up to God. Thank you for doing that. Uh, this is day 18. Can you believe it? <laughs> the time has passed so quickly and it's day 18 of our prayer and fasting. So we finish on we finish the fast on Friday and you can still you've still got time, you know, to come in and fast with us at the end. If you've not yet done that, it's still time to log on, of course, to to the Prairie Ex Experience website where there's lots of information, blogs, prayers, videos for you to feed yourself upon. Do share then your prayer requests and praise reports on chat. Let us know how you're doing. Uh, get this number. Make sure you've always got this number with you just in case you meet somebody or you yourself need to pray with somebody in person. Ring that number and there'll be somebody there to pray with you. We've also got a uh, email number too where you can send your emails to. So we're going to begin, as we always do, with thanking God for his goodness and all his love. And our, our scripture is from Psalm 37, verse 4, from the New King James Version. And it says, delight, delight, delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So, Father God, we lift up your name today. We praise you. We thank you. We adore you. We delight in you, Lord. We delight in you this day. We, are, we immerse ourselves in your presence. We thank you this day for all we could ever want. Our every desire is found in you. Our desire this day is for you, Lord, more of you in our lives hallelujah who wants more of the lord in our life in their lives today thank you father for you meet all our needs thank you father for giving us the desires of our heart thank you jesus for going before and dying in our place that we might be reunited to the father and spend eternity at your side <laughs> thank you holy spirit for the comfort and security that you afford your saints. We gather before your throne of grace this day and we bow down before your holy presence. We worship you, our living God. We delight ourselves in you. Merciful, bountiful, resplendent God. For you are our God. You are our protector, our provider, our salvation, our all. All we could ever want or need is found in you. <laughs> we give thanks to you and bless your holy name this day. Amen. And thank you. We're going to move on. We're going to the inspired word that I've got for you today. It's from 2 Timothy 4, 7, reading from the New King James Version again. And it says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Wow, powerful words. What good words. <laughs> 
You know, though, the Apostle Paul didn't start well, did he? He was all out in his younger days to put a stop to Christianity spreading. And as we know, he was present when Stephen was martyred and he nodded his approval. But boy, oh boy, did he finish well. <laughs> I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith, he was able to say. You know, until I met with the risen Lord, I too was unable to finish anything well. I moved from one relationship to another, from one job to another, from one town to another, always running, always hiding, never completing anything. Everything I did was left unfinished, undone. It's so important, isn't it, to finish well, to complete what we start to the best of our ability, to work at whatever we are given to do and to do it well, as if working for the Lord and not for man, said Paul to the church at Colossae. When we do a job well and see it through to completion, we experience a sense of satisfaction which leaves us with a reward of peace, which in turn gets us in the right place for the next task ahead. Paul was confident and he endured to the end and finished well. Sadly, however, just a few sentences later, he had to write of one of his co-workers, Demas. Demas is in love with this present world, he wrote, and has deserted me and gone to Thessaloniki. Here were two men who had ministered together, had worked together, were on fire for the Lord, Paul and Demas. One endured and finished the race and looked forward to the crown of righteousness. The other man threw in the towel, deserted his mentor and was never heard from again. We don't know what finally happened to Demas. We don't know whether he ever repented or not. But the scripture ends with the fact that Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me. In Philemon 24, Paul calls Demas a fellow worker along with Mark and Aristarchus and Luke. Demas was apparently a promising young man with a promising future. Yet as far as we know, he did not make it to the end. These are sobering thoughts and they remind us, don't they, that we must be vigilant and stay focused every day as we walk with the Lord. That we mustn't take our eyes off the goal. We need to surround ourselves with godly men and women and not give up meeting together with fellow Christians, with our church family. We need to be quick to forgive and develop our relationship with Jesus on a daily basis through the reading of the word and getting in to that quiet place and spending time with him. We must keep running. We must keep with him. We must keep focused 
every single day. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Christians don't take days off. <laughs> Demas fell in love again with the world. He took his eyes off Jesus and was seduced into worldly pleasures. And it took him out. And that is a sad thing. We need to follow the example of Jesus that Jesus set for navigating through life's ups and downs. And if you do, I guarantee you won't go far wrong. And you too will be able to say, I have fought the good fight and finished the race. I have kept the faith. Amen. Let's reflect and pray into these uh, scriptures and these words. I just wonder now as we reflect on this, are there any things in your life that you've walked away from? Any things that you've left in done that trouble you perhaps and go through your mind at night when you go to bed? Perhaps you could revisit those things. Perhaps there's a, 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 a letter you may need to write or an email you may need to send. Maybe there's somebody you need to get in touch with. Unfinished business, it's called, isn't it? And it robs us of our peace. If there are things, make a commitment today. Make a commitment that you're going to just put things right and finish those things off and just, you know, put that final piece in the jigsaw, as it were. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you that you're with us each and every day, Lord, that you don't go away that you don't walk away lord it says we walk away so help us lord help us lord each day stay focused on you help us lord walk the good walk fight the good fight fight so we too can say along with paul i have finished the race i have done the work that you set before me i have kept the faith Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that your word says in um, Philippians 1 verse 6, he who began a good work in me <laughs> will see it through to completion. The Lord completes everything he begins and he will begin that good work in us. So thank you, Father. Thank you for your word and amen. And amen. We're going to move on. We're going to pray for the church. And we're coming from 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2 and verse 9. And we're reading uh, from the New King James Version again. And it says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Do you love the Lord today? If you do, oh, he's got some surprises in store for you. <laughs> you can't begin to imagine, says our, our scripture verse, doesn't it? We can't even imagine the delights that are before us, the good things that are around the corner. And of course, what, what waits us in eternity. Jesus said, didn't he, in John 14, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? 
surely then we have run when we have run our race here on earth heaven waits and we will be welcomed into paradise and who knows what awaits but we can be certain of this <laughs> we will be full of joy in his presence so we spend eternity with the lord i believe this verse though also pertains to life here on earth now today for those who love him and follow in his footsteps and i want us to pray that we the church will keep pressing on and working diligently at what is before us to work well at all we have been called to so that we might enter into all the good things he has prepared for us and our families in the workplace, in our ministries, in our churches. Oh Lord, we pray for increase in every area of our life today so that we can be a blessing to others, Lord. Thank you, Father. I pray, Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would be with us in all we do, in all the affairs of our life. Come and work with us. We come, Lord. We reach out to you, Lord. We place our hands in yours so we may work together and do mighty things for your name. I pray, Lord, that your church would have a mighty impact within our communities, within our towns, within our schools, within the education system, in the workplace, Lord. I pray, Lord, that Christians would rise up to the forefront in the field of science, commerce, education, the arts and the judiciary system. Raise up men and women of God, we pray, Lord. Lord, we know that when you come for your bride, she will be beautiful, resplendent, <laughs> magnificent. Your church in all her glory, sanctified, set apart pure and holy oh lord my god bring us to that place lord ever so quickly give us a glimpse lord of our full potential in you so that we can walk in it give us a sense of that full potential of the things that you have prepared for your church lord that what we might see, Lord, we might see our capabilities. We might understand and fully realize and walk in mighty works for you, Lord, that we might step out, the church might step out <laughs> and dream big, Father, and dream big. Give us visions, Lord. Give us big dreams, Lord, that we may do your will, do your work and change the face of the world in which we live. Give us a glimpse, Lord, of our full potential, of the things that you have prepared for us, your church, that we might be encouraged to strive to be more like you, dear Jesus. Thank you and amen. We're going to move on. We're going to pray for the persecuted church. I've got some updates for you here, actually. We're looking at 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 and 9, this time from the New International Version, which says, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed 
You know, I've been pushing for us to pray for Afghanistan for some time now. The Lord's been putting Afghanistan very much on my heart. And I learned last week that Afghanistan has topped the Open Doors World Watch list and is now considered the toughest, hardest, most dangerous country to be a Christian in. It's hard to imagine a country where you might suffer more for your faith than North Korea. But North Korea is now number two on the list after being at number one for the last 20 years. But Afghanistan has taken that place of the toughest place to be. It's not a list that you want your country to be the top of, is it? But there we have it. Afghanistan is in real peril at this time. Christians in Afghanistan especially. Afghanis are in a desperate need then for our prayers. Can we pray for our brothers and sisters who are suffering daily at the hands of the Taliban? So let's pray. Let's pray for them. Lord God, we know that you weep when you see your children weeping. We know that you came more than we can ever express for the nation of Afghanistan and indeed for all nations. Please, Lord, work miracles in this country, we pray today. Protect your children and all others who face terrible human rights abuses in Afghanistan. May this nation turn from one of despair and cruelty to one that resounds with praises of your name, Lord. May the church not die in Afghanistan, Lord, but let it grow. Let it multiply through this persecution. That's my prayer for today. We pray for persecuted Christians all over the world. We pray that you would strengthen their faith so that they might stand firm in the face of opposition. Deliver them from evil, Lord, we pray, from the hands of their oppressors and all those that would harm them this day. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I'm going to move on very quickly. We're going to pray for the nations. We're looking at Proverbs 14 and 34 from the New International Version again. It says, righteousness, living a good life living a holy life, righteousness, doing what is right in the eyes of God, exalts a nation. <laughs> well, it would, <laughs> wouldn't it? But sin, turning our back on the Lord, on his precepts, condemns any people. <laughs> How long, O oh Lord? How long before you return, we pray. Come quickly, Lord, and save us from ourselves. You and you alone know how all this ends. Hmm. The nations are in decline because they have turned their back on you. Christianity is ridiculed. 340 million Christians are persecuted worldwide. Man has turned his back on you, on your laws, on your precepts, and in so doing has become completely immoral. As long as man has hope in man, there will be no slowing the decay. For there is no hope in man 
Only you, Lord, and righteousness can save the nations. Most nations today, if not all, not only neglects righteousness, but despises it with scornful hatred. They not only allow sin, but promote it and invent new ways of sinning. Unless the nations repent and return to righteous living, they are doomed. For this proverb is certainly true. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. Let God be true, but every man a liar. How righteous then is a nation? And I'm going to quote something here. How righteous is the nation that calls two men to marriage and two women and a baby and call it a family? How free are a people where unborn children, though screaming for mercy, are chased across the womb and pulled apart in pieces by a suction wand? all for a mother's irresponsible pleasure and a doctor's fee. Oh, Lord, we repent, Lord, of such crimes, of such sin. We repent today, Lord, of what the nations have become. We need to pray then for our nations like never before. We need to pray and repent on behalf of the millions of aborted babies and all the children who survived the womb only to be abused and used and neglected and mistreated. Father, forgive us, Lord, for not doing more. Forgive us, Lord, this day. We repent and ask that you would intervene, that you would raise up godly men and women in positions of power. Lord, save us. Come quickly, Lord, before we reach the point of no return. We, re we pray, Lord, for righteousness and truth to prevail in our cities. We pray for godly rule and counsel. We pray for our lands that as we repent, you would turn your face towards us and have mercy on us. And in Jesus' name, we pray. Heal our lands, Lord. Raise up men and women of God in the nations, we pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to finish. We're going to pray for healing. Let's believe. Let's believe. Matthew 9, 20, verses 28 and 29 from the New International Version says, When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and he asked them, <laughs> Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. And their eyes were opened. They could see. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you're a miracle working God. Thank you, Father, that you've bestowed that gift on us, your saints, to carry on that work of healing. 
And we're going to exercise our faith now as we pray, as we pray for healing. Oh, Lord, strengthen our faith today, just as you did for those blind men. We believe, Lord, that you healed the sick when you walked the earth and that you continue to do so through your saints today. So, Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for that pastor with a bleed on his brain. We pray for complete healing for him. We pray, Lord, that there be no further complications or problems. Bring him into a place of complete healing, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. We pray for our friend with the brain tumor too, that you would completely heal this man, Lord, and that tumor would be no more, that it would be history, that you would do a miracle for him, that you would do a mighty work in his life, in his body lord that you would heal him that you would touch him that you would dissipate that tumor that it would disappear dissolve in jesus name i pray too lord i pray too for our church family for all those who are sick in our church and here today all those who are sick in their bodies today and are suffering from illness illness discomfort or pain today let your healing touch fall on all in need today. This is our prayer, Lord. We know, Lord, that if we call to you, you will answer us, Lord. We know you're here with us, Lord. We just reach out our hands now and pray for divine healing for those in need. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. And amen. And amen. Time is out. <laughs> Time is out again. Now, where does it go? Amazing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today. Thank you, Lord, that we've just not just been spewing out empty words into the void, Lord, but your Holy Spirit picks them up, Lord, the words that we speak and carries them to you, Lord, so that you can act, Lord, so you can answer our prayers. So thank you, Father, for being, <laughs> for being our God. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for praying with us today. Thank you for all you were fasting with us too. What a blessing it is. What a great uh, what day 18. What a great couple of weeks and so we've had so far. Bless you for standing with us and fasting. Thank you. Thank you. You can subscribe to the free audio podcast, of course, so that you can listen to any of the broadcasts that we've done over the last oh, two years or so. They're all there, all available. And, uh, yeah, you will be fed. You subscribe then to the Daily Talks media channel on YouTube too. That really helps us if you subscribe. It just gets our numbers up and it gives us more profile. Join the PE community too on Facebook and the, and the WhatsApp group. Listen. Thank you for being with us today. We're back tomorrow. It's Wednesday, tomorrow at 1 p.m. Have a great day. God bless and bye-bye. See the Lord.
Join them, cry, holy. holy.